Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, hello, amigas. Are you ready to break free from scarcity, embrace holistic wealth, and manifest the abundant life you deserve? If your answer to that is yes, I have something here for you. Join me and many amigas on September 12th for a wonderful journey on the Amiga Way Academy. It's a three-month journey. It's a course where you get to level up, amiga. So let me tell you something about this. As a Latina lawyer turned transformational lifestyle coach, I've walked this path myself and I'm here to guide you every step of the way. I lived in anxiety, overwhelmed, overworked, always on autopilot, and I developed the Amiga Way Academy to break free from these, these locks, some cultural, some familial, some just worldly because we've been indoctrinated to believe that everything that you want must be hard. You got to work hard. You got to hustle. You got to grind. And I'm here to tell you, none of that needs to happen when you are in flow, amigas. So I knew that something had to change. And so here it is, amigas. Imagine waking up every day with a renewed sense of purpose, empowered by an abundance mindset that propels you towards your dreams. Picture fostering stronger relationships, experiencing personal growth, and making an impact within your community, all while achieving the holistic wealth that aligns with your values. The Amiga Way course is designed with you in mind, addressing the unique challenges and aspirations of Latina women and other women that really believe that we are uniquely created on this planet to really up-level and do change on this planet. So through my proven Amiga formula, we will work together and uncover blind spots overcome scarcity mindsets, and create a life of genuine abundance without the constant hustle. Amigas, let's stop that. Let's stop this 
hustle, grind, because our divine purpose comes from flow. And I'm going to teach you that. And I have experts aligned with that. Believe me, I was all about hard work. Everything was a grind. Everything was efforting. And I learned the secret. And I'm here to share it with you with my formula. So join me on September 12th on this journey. The link is in the show notes. You can also find it in my link tree on my Instagram, which is Jackie underscore Tapia dot one. And believe me, when you say yes to yourself, you are investing in yourself. Now, if you are saying, no, I can't, I don't have the time or I don't have the money. Ask yourself, is this really, truly your authentic self living in scarcity or Would you rather reframe that thought process by joining me and investing in yourself? So amigas, I leave you with this. Join me with other beautiful souls on September 12th and learn that life does not have to be hard at all. You don't need to hustle. You don't need to grind. You don't need overwhelm. You don't need to be an autopilot because here you will have a community of extraordinary women who are at the same spot that you are, but are ready to set themselves free. So Amiga, your Amiga transformation awaits. So don't allow for outside to tell you you are not enough because you are. And here in this community, we're going to teach you everything that you need to know. So we're going to have clear instructions and and intentions on how we get to up-level our life. So are you ready? ¿Estás lista? Make sure you join us. The link is in the show notes and in my bio on Instagram. And I will see you there, amigas. Hello, 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 amigas. And welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. I have an exciting woman here with me today. Her name is Patricia Ray. She's a professional actor. She's been acting for the past 35 years. She joined SAG at the age of 19 after she was casted as a guest star on the 80 series Miami Vice. Oh, I remember watching Miami Vice. I was so hooked on that program. She's an outspoken activist for racial and gender equality. She has struggled to make Latinas visible in a positive light in film and on television. Her break came in the Oscar-nominated film called Maria Full of Grace, where she portrayed a Colombian immigrant living in New York City. Other credits include the star-studded The Big Wedding with Robert De Niro and Diane Keaton, the soon-to-be-released Beyond Paranormal, which she co-stars in and produced, and has guest-starred on many TV series, including Law & Order franchise. She can currently be seen on a recurring character on the scripted series, all rise as the no-nonsense judge Delgado on own network. But here's the thing, amigas. She's been working on something really special. So she's also a podcaster. And the name of our podcast is Believe This. And she's a co-host with Chris Krim. And they created this podcast to be a safe space to hash out good faith arguments on hot topics and social issues 
from the different perspectives. And so I'm so excited that she was here to share so much information on podcasting, on acting, on the strike, on all things that make her so magnificent. So amigas, without further ado, this is Patricia Ray. So amiga, 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 Patricia. Buenos dias, buenos dias, amigas. I am so happy to be here. Uh, do you like to go by Jackie or Jacqueline? Or? Uh, Jackie, I'm good. With Jackie, Jackie. Yes. perfect. I love Jackie. <laughs> I, I want to apologize to Jackie on air because I was supposed to do this interview last week, but I was busy acting out with my Latina chicks, Latinas acting out. We're a bunch of working actresses. Well, we're on strike now. And we were at Warner Brothers and we were celebrating a national um, Latino heritage or Latinx, Hispanic. We have so many titles so for many, yeah. <laughs> And they're all right, you know. So that's where I was. So I do apologize. Thank you for having me. And I'm really excited to like, you know, get into the nitty gritty and talk about my podcast, yeah. which is called Believe This. Yes. And we are definitely going to believe this. So <laughs> Patricia, so let's give our, our listeners a little bit of context. I know that you're Colombian Americana. So tell mm -hmm. us where you grow up. I was born in Queens from immigrant parents, both Colombian. They immigrated to America when they were very young. My mother was 19 when I was born. So I grew up in the early 60s, mid 60s. And, you know, I was in New York as a melting pot. So I had a lot of cultures around me and religions and opinions and, you know, uh, different points of view, uh, different just customs. So I come from a background where I really like to absorb and to like have discussions with people, uh, talk about their points of view, the things they believe in, the things they're passionate about. So when I have been living in California now for the last 21 years. And I find that, that everyone here has a very myopic point of view sometimes. And you kind of get caught in this whirlwind of everyone's opinion is the same. And if you don't think the same as someone else, then you kind of get canceled, you know? And I'm from New York and I don't stand for that, chicas. <laughs> I, you know, Latinas are opinionated. And I'm very opinionated. So I created a platform for myself where I could have discussions about hard topics from my point of view with my passion and my belief system in a safe space, right? So, you know, I found that, that I needed to speak up and I couldn't keep attacking my husband every morning every time I heard something that was driving me crazy. He, yeah. was, he was like, it's too early for this. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. I was like, fine, I'll create a podcast. Wow. Well, I mean, Amiga, I, I, I was looking through your IMDB and I'm like, oh my God. Like I, I didn't know, you know, the, the correlation between your acting and the podcasting. And I'm like, now that you're speaking up and saying like, yeah, we Latinas, we're, we like to speak our mind. And to have Absolutely. this podcast is beautiful. And I, and I agree with you. You know, when I started off with this podcast, 
This was three years ago. And coming up with a name, even that mm-hmm. would be. And I was like, you know what? After having conversations with amigas, I was like, well, you know what? Amiga, handle your shit. And and, and a lot of women were like, you know, they were repelled by it because I mean, the word shit. Wow. And to me, I'm like, you know what? It's okay. But it's not going to be about whatever mamadas, as we would say. It's it's about, you know, talk topics that women want to know. It's going to be about, you know, listening through these through the messages of these luminaries, through experts, actors, actresses. Like I wanted to bring in people that could teach us a thing or two of how we can handle our shit. And so, you know, I get that sometimes people don't like things. They don't, they like things to be a certain way. And when it's not, and it's a bit too controversial, oh, oh, we get canceled all the time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's like, I think that we're so polarized right now between, you know, MAGAs and the leftists. And um, it's like we're all just people, you know, and we don't feel the same about every issue. You know, I can support abortion rights and not want, you know, the COVID vaccine pushed on me. You know, a mandate is not a law. So it's it's I am really for people making choices for themselves. We've gotten to a point where we get judged when we don't follow the status quo. You know, it's like you have a right to choose for your family, for your children, and for yourself. And if you don't like it, you don't have to like it, but don't be disrespectful. You know, I can, you know, I can appreciate your point of view. I can appreciate your opinion, right? But I don't have to, I don't have to agree with it. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I always say that opinions are not about me. They're about you because it's based on your life history, your circumstances, your, your vibration. So when someone gives me their opinion, I'm like, "Ah, yeah, sure. Whatever. (laughs) 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 Unless I ask for it. Unless (laughs) I ask for it. But other than that, I mean, really, it's, what it's kind of like a Yelp review. <laughs> I kind of laugh about it because I mean, I'm 59. I mean, 59. I'm sorry, I'm 49. Oh my God, I'm adding my. Oh, sorry. Wow, 40. you added 10 years. Yeah, to I know. That was that was a Freudian <laughs> slip. But you know, but you know, we didn't have any freaking Yelps, and the people that are actually writing these Yelp reviews are way younger than me. And I'm like, how do you fucking know? What? Like, really, how do you know? <laughs> so for me, like I said, opinions are like assholes. We all have one. <laughs> that is correct. And some of us don't wipe very well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. So you love to voice out your opinions and voice out, you know, just concerns and issues that you see writing your podcast. How did that I want to link it up with with your acting acting career. I'm sure that well, Dina vocalizing that must have been really hard to do because how do you como te vas a quedar calladita when you know there's something really effed up going on? Exactly, and I've had you know my fair share of moments on sets where I did speak up and I was told to be quiet or you know told that if I caused 
waves that I could be fired. It's just like you live in a certain, you live in a, between in these boundaries because you want to keep working and you don't want to make enemies because in this industry, you're going to work with the same people over and over again. So a lot of times you start to question whether you should say something or not. But I, what I've learned is that if I have doubts about a job from the very beginning, that I don't think that my needs are going to get met, I just say no to that job. I don't put myself in that position anymore where I'm going to, where I'm, you know, I'm not going to be heard and I'm not going to be seen. I was like, why get fired from a job? Just don't take the job, right. you know, don't take a job that doesn't meet your, your standards, yeah. you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, a lot of lessons to be learned, you know? So correlating that to the podcast, we're in the middle of a writer strike. I'm a super creative person. I paint. I'm writing a pilot right now. I'm not a WGA writer, so relax. I'm not crossing <laughs> the picket lines. I'm not selling it. I took a writing course to write a pilot, so I'm writing it because I spent the money on it. And so I wanted like I said, I wanted to do a podcast about just having conversations with people, you know, and not having to be like afraid to say, I don't agree with you. I don't see it from that point of view, you know? So I created the platform, me and Chris Kremi, mm -hmm. who I knew from Twitter, which is now X. Uh, he had a podcast um, called Come Get Some, and it... Um, it covered Scientology and the victims of Scientology. So he got harassed a lot on the platforms for voicing his opinion, for siding with the victims, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he wanted to do another podcast. And I had wanted to do a podcast about healing because I'm also a healer. I'm a Reiki healer. I've uh, done restorative yoga for the last 12 years. I have my own you know, business. And... Um, I wanted to do the healing podcast, but then I got very intimidated because I didn't have a clear point of view. Mm. And when you have a podcast, you have to really, in order to stand out, you know, because yeah. there's so many of them, you have to be very specific. You, you can give the same information that someone else is giving, but you have to be very clear about your point of view. And I wasn't there yet. So I got intimidated and I didn't do it. So when Chris said, I want to do a podcast, who wants to do it? I said, I do. I have things to say. And he <laughs> said, well, what should we call this? And I was like, well, what do we want it to be about? And he was like, I don't know. Uh, so we like, you know, kind of went over a bunch of themes and stuff. And I said, well, you know, I'd really like to talk about things that are going on that, you know, I'm not really... 100% behind mm -hmm. things that I question, yeah. you know, and he was like, well, let's talk about current events, but we can talk about it from our different perspectives because he lives in Florida and oh. he's actually, a, you know, a lot more liberal than I am. And I'm a little bit more moderate and I live in California. So a lot of things here, you know, yeah. So things here really get my, uh, yeah chili pepper cooking. And over there, he has so much 
material from being in such a conservative state. So it made for a lot of good, you know, banter. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's wonderful. I heard your Barbie episode and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> <That's> I see. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. But, he, and, you know, I think a big one that's going on that affects you is the writer strike. So now that we're going to talk about controversial things, I'd love to get your take. What is your take on this? Because, see, I don't know anything about acting. I don't know. I mean, I know some actors um, and I know some of them that are picketing and whatnot. But I'm also aware of the business side of it as well. And I'm like, God, it's still not over. I mean, obviously, I'm not educated enough, but I'm thinking, like, is there an end to it? Like, wait, are they like so divergent that there's not going to be a, a meeting of the minds? Do you think? Well, they went, they're in, in talks today, actually. They went back to the table with the AMT, PTP, the writers did. They started like a week ago and then they're continuing today. I hope so. The problem is streaming. Streaming, the streaming platform really put a halt to actors and writers making a living. Because when you watch television and you're watching a broadcast channel, the way that networks pay for those the offset the cost of the shows and paying for actors residuals and writers residual producers residual, is they sell advertising space right so there's no advertising space on netflix and hulu and amazon so when streaming services came on and they said well we're going to charge a subscription so it'll be subscription-based, right? right? So they kept saying they couldn't monetize that. They couldn't tell how many times somebody watched something in order to be able to charge the right amount so that they could then split the profits. Right, right, right. right. Well, they're splitting the profits among themselves. Yeah. That they could figure out, right? Right. They're able to give the head CEO's bonuses that they were able to figure out. They're able to tell you that right now Suits is being streamed again, like a hundred, it's been seen 150 million times. Oh my God. All over America, all over the you know world. And you're going to tell me those writers, the actors, nobody makes any residuals on it. And that they can't figure out how to monetize that. It's bullshit, you know? They can't even... That's what they're fighting for. Like a percentage? I mean, God, because we're talking millions of people. A percentage is, you know, it could could be calculated. I would think so. I mean, I'm not no mathematician, but I'm thinking in percentages. I'm sure there's a calculation that can be made and done. Yeah, um, my, I have a theory or like a solution. If you watch a show more than one time, because you're, you're paying a subscription, right? So say you want to watch Sex in the City and you watch it once or twice. If you're going to watch the whole season again, you should have to pay for it again. Because mm. then they can pay the actors and the writers and the directors and everyone, right? Yeah, yeah. If you want to unlimit it, then you you pay a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like that. I don't know if that's the solution. But the problem with not getting any residuals is that 
we have to meet a requirement in order to qualify for insurance. So if you don't make a certain amount of money every quarter, you don't make your insurance eligibility. So then you have to go into self-pay. So if you have a family who has two kids, you have to now self-pay for your wife and your two kids and yourself. That is very expensive. That's the other problem. Then the other contingency is AI. They want to replace, they want to book, let's say, a writer's room with a showrunner, which is the head writer, and maybe one or two staff writers. Have them write a whole entire season of a show, like map it out, do outlines, and then maybe write all the all the episodes, and then let go of the two writers. And then just have the head showrunner, whenever he wants to make changes, put it in a chat GPT, which is AI, and tell them to, you know, tell the computer to make the changes. Yeah. So it's, you can't do that. You can't replace humans with computers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and I think so, because that that's the thing. It's like emotional intelligence needs to be taught by human beings, not by AI. Exactly. And you're not going to get emotional resonance out of a computer either. So when you start to feel like your characters are very flat and very like, you know, one dimensional. Yeah. That's because the computer's writing. Wow. Yes. Amigas, I've been asked from many, many, many women Where do you get your suits? Where do you get your tops? What products are you using? And guess what, amigas? I have a place where you can shop my store. So I'm going to drop the link underneath. It is called shopmy.us slash Jackie Tapia. And you'll find all my favorite things so that you can oftentimes get discounts there as well. So I love fashion. I love jewelry and just things that make us look good and great and feel amazing. And I am just so fortunate that I'm able to collaborate and be a part of this store called Shop My because not everybody gets that opportunity to be a part of it. So amigas, go there, have fun. And I will see you with some item that I love and I hope you love and and make you just feel so great. Because, you know, one of the things about self-care, it's also, you know, the external part that also works out, you know, wanting to look good and feel your best. Sometimes you need to look good in order to maybe possibly feel your little heart for one day at least. So usually I'm preaching the inner, outer, but today... I like for you to know that there's nothing wrong with loving the outerwear, right? So anyhow, amigas, I'm dropping that in the show notes so that you can also go and have fun. We also don't want to see robots do a portrayal of of the love story. No, no, we don't. No, we don't. (laughs) Despite the RoboCop and all those, those movies with robots are taking over. But wow, it's fascinating. And you were talking about insurance. When you say insurance, what do you mean by that? Insurance, health like, insurance. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. We, oh, we, if 
the minimum amount that you have to make is as for an actor is $26,000 a year. Okay. So now the, I'm a working actress, you know, and I'm not rich. I'm not famous. I'm known, but there are years that I don't qualify for insurance because I didn't work enough. Uh, when I was on shooting, I have a show that's going, that's on air. It's still airing. I'm not allowed to talk about it. But when I shot that, the last season, the third season, I did six episodes in that season out of 22 episodes. Six episodes is actually a lot. So I made about $80,000, $85,000 that year. That's out of 30 years that I've been working. So other years, I've had to piece it together with booking a commercial, booking a voiceover, you know, booking more than one job, booking a guest star on this, doing a movie. Because it's hard to cobble together $26,000. It's not easy because a guest star is like $6,000 for a week. Like say you do, you get booked for a week. A one-day guest star is $1,000. So say, let's take the average. What You get a guest star for $1,000. You have to do 26 of those. Wow. Wow. If you don't get residuals. Yeah. So it's very, very hard yeah. to make a living wage right now. Yes. Interesting. I mean, you know, I, like I'm I'm a lawyer. Yes, I saw that. Congratulations. <laughs> Chicas can be lawyers. <laughs> yeah. So, but, you know, I remember when I was a young attorney, I was a legal aid attorney back in the Bay Area. And I remember that they wanted to put a union in there before they started the whole thing. And I was like, why are we getting unionized? I'm a lawyer. Like, if I don't like this job, I can go somewhere else. And that that has always been in my brain. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, if I can make money, I, I got a license to practice law, then that should give me some, you know, ammo to go somewhere else if I'm not happy. So I never understood, you know, why we had a union in at the at legal aid. I'm like, I just couldn't understand that. After I left, they increased their salary. And I said, oh, okay, I see the purpose now. But then again, I'm still, I'm a lawyer. Like I, I can make money. Like that just doesn't make sense to me. But now that you're telling me about they're not getting any residuals, they're, all this streaming is happening, which streaming is not that old if we talk, you know, if we go back, I mean, it started happening all of a sudden. I remember I'm like, oh, you mean I can watch it on my TV? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I can watch all of my programs. See, that's the other thing that the, the uh, Producers Guild is doing. So if you used to watch your reruns yeah. on the network, right? Like right. say uh, another episode of Miami, CSI Miami or right. CSI Las Vegas or The Mentalism. But now they all have their own streaming platforms because it's cheaper for them. Yeah. So... Hulu. Now you watch all your shows on Hulu. 
right? So now that actor doesn't get the same residual that they did when it was rerun on the network. Yeah. And that's totally understandable because I mean, why would we even think that it would go to that level? Like I, like, it's just, it didn't make, you know, when you're doing contracts, you know, you have your, your offer, your acceptance, and there's the consideration. The consideration is the part where, you know, the tit for tat, right? There's no streaming at this point to put into the contract. So mm-hmm. it, it behooves you to, yeah, okay, you have someone who's advocating your position because exactly all this stuff didn't happen when you, you were, you became that, that actor, the, in Miami Vice, when you became, mm-hmm. you know, so I get that. So we have all these challenges for, for all the screenwriters and for the actors. And oh my God, it just, it, it seems like it's, I don't know. Are we going to see new stuff anytime soon? <laughs> well, according to some of the industry insiders, they've been hoarding product for a while, knowing that the strike was imminent. Yeah. But eventually they are going to run out of product, content. They like to call it content. And they're going to need to start to make new content because there's just so many platforms and people can watch content on anything, on their phone, on their watches, on their iPads, on their uh desktops, on their laptops, anywhere, in the gym, on the bus, on a plane, on the toilet. So it's going to dry up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to need to start to make new content. So we'll see what happens. We can can only hope for the best. Yeah, absolutely. Hope for the best. So what would be next for you, Patricia? I know you have this podcast and we're going to Make sure that we put it in the show notes so that people can go and hear you. Yes, we're on Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, iHeartRadio. We're at Believe This 23 on Twitter and uh, Believe This Podcast on Instagram. I don't know what's next. Hopefully we'll be working soon because like I said, I I wrote a pilot that I'm going to produce myself and star in it, put it up on my own channel and do like, um, you know, a patronage kind of page where you can pay to watch six or eight episodes. I have two films coming out, trying to get enough pieces together to put up a show because I want to have a art show. And then just, you know, taking the time to just really appreciate life and go out there and do my healing and offer my services, you know, be of service to people that are in need. I love to, you know, to mentor people, upcoming actors that are, you know, helping opening doors for them, inspiring actors, constantly creating So I keep myself in a good space. Otherwise, I get very depressed and sad because there's a lot of, you know, rejection in this industry. You can't sit around thinking that someone's going to come and save you. You have to create your own um, platforms, you know, your own avenues. Yeah, no, I mean, I yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, I, I was wondering about the strike. I'm like, how do they get paid? <laughs> I'm like, wow, if that is your life, you got to have some other avenues to bring it. Yeah, in. absolutely. You, you can't, uh, even when you're on a hit TV show, you have to remember that you get accustomed to a certain salary, a certain lifestyle. So you start buying, you know, more expensive things. And then that show goes away, but you still have those expensive things, your high car payment, your higher mortgage, big credit cards that you're now, you know, carrying. So you have to maintain your sensibility and kind of keep yourself in check so that you remember to not live beyond your means. You know, a lot of new actors will book a a series and they'll be like, oh my God, I'm going to go get that thing that I've always wanted, that yacht. And then they have to sell their yacht when their show gets canceled. (laughs) Totally. Oh yeah, I could totally see that. And so, and you, you mentioned about you being a healing uh, practitioner and, and so this really works well. I mean, in terms of healing yourself and like really, easing into this space because could be really, really challenging for an actor right now. Oh, absolutely. Um, I used to be really angry and resentful in a space where I was like, why, you know, why am I putting all this time and energy into this craft? But it's, I don't feel like it's seeing me. It's not, you don't get me, you don't. And I was like, don't worry about that. You know, worry about being authentic, worrying about being, finding your voice and your point of view and telling stories from your experience. And eventually someone's going to connect to that. If someone else got that job, good for them. You know, be happy for them. Be grateful for them. There's room for all of us. Stop living in this space of anger and anxiety and fear, right? Yes, yes. Once I started creating my own platforms, I stopped living in fear. I was like, I don't care. I'm going to say what I feel. I'm going to be open to the universe. I'm going to put my energy out there. I'm going to welcome other people's energy and support. I'm going to seek out community. And I'm just going to live every day and, and appreciate it. That's it. Amen. Amen. I love that. But that's music to my ears. <laughs> yeah, chicas, music yeah. to my ears. Yes, absolutely. So, Amiga, as we're closing our session here, can you provide one or two tips on how an Amiga can handle her shit? Absolutely. To me, the most important way for a Latina to handle her shit is to be true to her word. Mm. When you say something, especially when you say something to yourself out loud, right? That's a, that's a desire, a dream, a manifestation that you are trying to accomplish. Be true to yourself. Keep your word to yourself, right? If you want to write a book, find the support. Look for the people that are going to support that dream for you. Align yourself with people who have accomplished that already. Give yourself the tools to succeed. And be real. Yeah. Just be real. Yeah. It is so important to be real. And very, 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 (laughs) I mean, I'm all about that. I, I, 
one of the things that people are like, man, Jackie, you said that? I said, yes, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> That's just being real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, you can't fault me for being authentic. That's for sure. <laughs> that's right. You know, be your authentic self because that's really all you have to offer the universe. If you believe in God or Buddha or Muhammad or whatever, we were made in our own special way. The biggest gift that we can give the universe is to be your authentic self. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and as I have been doing this podcast and, and uh, meeting so many beautiful and brilliant women and men, because I also have men on the podcast, I just so fully, I'm truly honored by people showing up and being themselves and just mm-hmm. with whatever's on their mind. I always feel like I pre-planned, but I, it's always very fluid. And it's it really, every time I'm always surprised, I'm like, wow. Like that conversation is so much better than what I anticipated. It is so crazy. Because- I know. And we open ourselves up, yeah. you know, yeah. to the unexpected. What made you want to do a podcast? Why are you doing this? You know what? So I received a download. I'm very connected. And so the download was like, your voice is made for more. And I, at that time, I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> wow, that's amazing. And so as I was going through life and and I'm like, okay, so first stop practicing law. Okay, but what's next? And as I was going through the process, I remember like my girlfriend, she does this thing called the podcast accelerator. And she produces from beginning to end. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to sign up. Still not really recognizing that that's what had already been told to me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, this is the reason. This is what's going on. Like now that my voice is heard all over the world. And I'm like, so I don't question how to anymore. I just be. That's great. I just honor what the divine is telling me and just go with it. Same like, you, you have faith. You have yeah. faith that that you put in the work and then that you get the return, you know, the things that that find you, you know. What's yours will always find you. Yes, yes, exactly. Absolutely. So thank you for that. Because sometimes we question ourselves and I do sometimes I'm like, Jackie, come on. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but but it's it's in in that that I find that I get the biggest blessings and the biggest rewards and I and I just I feel like oh god thank you so much for blessing me blessing me with these beautiful yeah. people that I get to have these beautiful conversations and I get I get the feedback from the amigas and they're like oh my god that episode you had I loved it and and that warms my heart that truly warms my heart and I feel like you know I'm I, I'm just a very blessed woman what can that's I That's great I'm, I always tell my partner Chris on the podcast he's like we're we're not uh, getting a lot of listeners and I'm like yet 
Yes. We're not getting a lot of listeners yet, but if we reach one person that needed to hear a message, then that's why we're here. That's why we're doing it. Don't worry about the numbers. Worry about the message. Worry about reaching that one person, one heart at a time, one soul at a time. That's how I run my healing business. I can't heal the whole world, but I can heal one person. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes, one soul at a time. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Patricia, for being here with us. And I can't wait to hear more from you. (laughs) I want to bring you back after this strike and see all the new projects that you've Oh, that would be great. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And of course, hear your podcasts. And amigas out there who are listening to this, make sure you you go and find her on Spotify, even though I'm not on Spotify, but <laughs> you can find her on Spotify with Believe This, amazing conversations that she has with her partner, Chris. Thank you so much, Patricia, for being here on Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Thanks, Jackie. And thank you, amigas. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima. Thank you.